0: My name is Marcus, and I love comics, but I've seen a lot of hesitation about them from lots of different groups. I know there is more to comic books than what meets the eye, and I want to learn about and share all this medium has to offer. That's why I decided to get a group of friends who don't share my tastes or opinions to help me experience it all. Together, we want to share it with anyone willing to hear us out. So listen up, nerds and future nerds, It's time for the VF Comics Podcast. Welcome to the VF Comics Podcast, the only podcast that I have to record the beginning to three times. Every week, a collection, and this is number four, every week, myself and a collection of not like-minded friends talk about the amazing medium of comics and attempt to leave reading suggestions for every kind of reader. On this week's episode, we have with us Weslow. Hello. Beta Ray James. And Megalodon
1: Hey You threw me off with that (laughs) Also are y'all here I heard you kind of breaking up a little
0: This week I want to talk about several things We're going to talk a little bit about Free Comic Book Day We're going to talk about Loki premiering On the day that this episode launches And we're going to talk a little bit About how comics publishers Are celebrating Pride Month for June Later on Megan, or Megalodon. I have got to call you Megalodon all the time. I was really proud of myself for coming up with that nickname. Then I.
1: It's it's
0: pretty good. And Megalodon is going to talk to us about a specific author rather than just a specific book um, named Noelle Stevenson. And then we will give you some of our comic recommendations for the week. So starting off, in case you've been living under a rock and you do follow comics, you need to know that Free Comic Book Day was not really in May this year and has been moved to August 14th. Uh, which is going to be a Saturday. So for everyone who doesn't know anything about Free Comic Book Day, it's literally a free comic book day. On that Saturday, uh, your local comic book stores or LCSs will be providing free comic books for anyone to come and pick up. You don't have to buy something from them in order to gain access to these free issues. And they'll have issues of things... Uh, that are ongoing currently they'll have previews for upcoming storylines and sometimes you'll see properties that don't have a regular publish uh published series show up during these events i remember for years when there wasn't a firefly or serenity comic they always had a one shot uh, that would get published on free comic book day that i always picked up
2: yeah that um you mentioning that uh, you don't have to buy anything when you go You can just, like, load up on free comics. You don't have to buy a thing. But it would be really nice if you did. It
0: would feel really, really great if you did totally buy something and check things out. Or, you know, like, even uh, to come in a little bit more softly, maybe you find something you like and you can ask, Hey, do you have some ongoing series that are similar to this thing that I found that looks really, really cool? And the answer will... Likely be, yes. Free comic book day, again, is going to be Saturday, August 14th this year. Mark it on your calendar and go visit any of your local comic book shops. They will all have it going on. Any shop that is not doing it, that's dumb. They are dumb. (laughs) I can't see anyone not participating. (laughs) It's free. The next thing I want to do is get a little bit away from comics, but also talk about something comic adjacent. Loki... On the day that we are publishing, Loki is premiering. The new show for Marvel It is the follow-up to WandaVision and The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It is just the next, the next big thing. As someone who loved the last two shows, I'm super, super excited about this. Um, it, I believe new episodes are going to be premiering every Wednesday instead of every Friday. I'm not really sure why that's hmm. the case. Has anyone not been anyone here not been keeping up with all of the Marvel stuff that's going on? Do y'all know what's going on in Loki at all?
3: I know that it's a uh, interesting time travel story, but beyond that, I'm a little uh, behind. But I'm excited. I mean, Owen Wilson is a excellent actor. I mean, wow, wow, Just, wow. Um. <laughs> wow!
1: But Tom Hiddleston though. <clears throat>
2: Oh, yeah, everybody, uh, everybody loves
1: they,
0: him. They've done a She's really so good job good. of weaving Loki's story through all the movies. But one thing I actually want to remind you guys of, kind of like for anyone who's listening who might need a little bit of a rehash, you actually don't need to know a lot about Loki's history going, I think, into the beginning of the show, at least. Because the Loki that we're seeing is not the Loki that has been in all of the movies. Um, in the most mm. recent Avengers movie, they traveled back in time, and this is a version of Loki who got away due to them. Spoilers, um, yeah. If you haven't seen Endgame at this point, with the yeah, tesseract. he got away with the Tesseract, and so <laughs> they. It, it, so it's he doesn't a- have a lot of the character growth that the Loki we've been spending years with has. This one is fresh off. The I don't know though. I don't know the Earth.
3: Hold on. So he's still in the the same scenario that he was in the original Avengers. Yeah, so this right?
0: is fresh out of invading New York so, in Avengers 1. On.
3: Right, but yeah, b- based on that, you would logically presume that he had the same Trajectory. Oh no, he did point.
0: up to that point, but then we also haven't had Thor yeah, two, yeah. Uh, where he goes through his own little thing. Thor Ragnarok. Um, Avengers, I see. Avengers I see. Um, Infinity War, or was it Infinity War events. Getting yeah. So it. he. he mm-hmm. A
1: yeah. <laughs> and he went through a lot of. <laughs> well, like, again, for Thor
0: two. He was the only reason to watch Thor two. Thor two <laughs> is not a great movie, in my opinion. <laughs> Um, but I'll they, that. I'll just like with that. the first, just uh. with the first, like with the first Thor movie, <laughs> they did a great job of continuing to make Loki this very complex character, um, And so I've always, I've always liked, I always thought he was up there as one of the best written characters and that they really, he just wasn't black or white and he moved through the series and he had clear pros and cons to the way that he lived and behaved. Although at the end of Thor Ragnarok, when they were coming to earth, I was like, Loki is a war criminal. They are not going to just let him come to earth. I I was like, what? (laughs) That is the Loki based on previews that I assume that we're going to be meeting up with. Uh, but who knows what this is going to go on. I know that the only other thing is that this is kind of yeah, maybe a time travel sort of scenario. And I saw at one point in one of the trailers, uh, Loki summons the, summons the Bifrost, which is something that only Heimdall yeah. could have done. So are we going to have Idris Elba back? I'll watch Idris yeah. Elba do no. anything. <laughs> Push-ups. Well, Gem I don't know. If, uh, the Thor- other guy used it, too.
3: Thor could summon the Bifrost with uh, with Stormbreaker, Stormbreaker, but
0: he doesn't. Unless they go in the future, he yeah. probably wouldn't have Stormbreaker. Yeah, you uh, see, technically, M16 Stormbreaker was foraged. Yeah.
3: <laughs> you know, Beta Ray Bill also had Stormbreaker. This at one point.
0: uses this as a soft, hot, like Beta Ray Bill <laughs> <laughs> origin. <laughs> I'm calling it right now. Beta Ray Bill, I would, Bill, uh, I, I would shows be down for that. I'll give each of you, Joseph and key I'll give each of hmm. you $10 if he doesn't. Hmm.
3: Okay. Oh, if okay. he doesn't?
1: That sounds great. Yeah, you guys are witness to this. Write it down, Mallory.
0: Mm. I'm, I,
3: it's no, done. <laughs> for, for your sake, I am hopeful, but I am not optimistic that that is nope. going to happen. <laughs> Let I'm, Beta Ray I'm Bill buying. come. Let <laughs> <gonna> go
1: to. <laughs> Retrograde comics with
2: my $10. <laughs> they, uh, You're welcome.
1: <laughs>
2: well, these Loki shows, well, this new show, you know, there's the same phenomenon going on through them, which is people are massively speculating about what's going to happen with certain characters, who's going to show up and who's not. I wonder if there may be ease expectations a little bit after what happened in uh, with uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, they were constantly talking about, you know, somebody showing up who hasn't been uh, hasn't been seen yet. Uh, you know, talk about everything from uh, the Thunderbolts to you know, Red Hulk and all kinds hey,
0: of things. I think yeah. that's the nature yeah. of the internet now. We're at a point where they have done enough little surprises that. The Internet is going to speculate whether they do it or not. And one dangerous thing that's happened is, you know, some people have gotten upset because they're for some trailers having fake footage in them um, or directors and writers and actors saying, oh, that's not what's going on here. And people are just like, oh, you lied about that. And I kind of disagree with that mentality because. Why – So at that point, so if you guess the entire plot, I have to sit there before the movie or show comes out and say, oh, yeah, that's totally what's happening. And eventually you can – these people can turn these writers and no's that's not going to happen into, well, if they said no to this and this and this, then that means this is probably going to happen. And so I I think that's just something – I th- and I'd also like. I think it's the nature of the internet to also just speculate wildly. Again, Beta Ray Bill premiering in Loki. <laughs> Aren't I they here?
3: Like, Aren't they developing I, a Beta Ray Bill?
2: I, I feel like WandaVision really kind of went off the rails with the speculation. Oh my god! you oh, yeah, yeah. We talking about well, even every even
1: Paul Bettany said that there would be something. And everyone oh, I was did just read an interview where it like
0: he he made it as a he made that joke so and myself. afterwards someone brought to his attention like do you know what the fandom's going to do with your joke and he was like oh crap yeah, right. and he just kind of hoped for the best after that point and
3: there's there's some misdirection that the producers writers and directors marketing people have to have to do to keep people interested obviously and to 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 make it not so obvious for people to figure out you know I get that, like, because they they did that, they did they did that with uh, Rogue One, right? Where they had that one scene where Jin Erso comes out on that balcony, and then this Tie Fighter comes up out of nowhere, you know, below. And that scene was in the trailer, but it wasn't in the movie. And people got 100% so pissed. Fine with that. That, that scene, All right, like, wasn't in the movie. And I have I I don't understand the outrage either. I thought it was fine. Rather than just, you know, absorbing it as some kind of fun little visual that they get to enjoy for, you know, half a second or however long they are.
0: We could talk about that all day, but we are going to move on. Before we do, I just want to remind you that Loki premiered today on Disney+. Plus. Uh, make sure to be on the lookout for Beta Ray Bill. And let me know if I owe everyone on the podcast $10. I won't, though, because Beta Ray Bill is for sure coming. Well, I can't read that. Oh, oh, yeah, she wrote, wrote it down. It's in your notes. It's in. Okay, fine. Fine. It's
3: also, also, uh, just, an, just a, a wreck Beta Ray Bill has a short issue series that is currently uh, coming out now. So if you want to know who Beta Ray, Ray for Bill a is, action premiere. go. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> I mean.
3: The story, yeah. we're, we're like three issues into, into his story. It's a five-issue series, I think, and uh, it's good. Check it out. Daniel Warren Johnson is
2: an incredible creator. He is really, uh, he can draw, he can tell
0: great stories. Uh, uh, moving on, I want to talk about <laughs> what publishers are doing for Pride Month. I'll always challenge Oh my gosh, we're just running out of time. Um, <laughs> but I noticed, and I particularly have only looked at information regarding the big two on comic publishers celebrating Pride Month. But I was really impressed to see that both publishers are putting out uh, one. Uh, DC is putting out DC Pride number one, and Marvel is putting out Marvel Voices uh, Pride. This month, these will both feature LGBTQIA plus characters from all corners of both of their universes. I know on DC, they're going to include Batwoman, Renee Montoya, the original Green Lantern, Alan Scott, Midnighter, Apollo. I mean, just uh, Constantine, some really great characters. One of the other things that DC is doing is that... They are also going to be publishing a new Crush and Lobo uh, Crush and Lobo series. In case you don't know who Crush is, she is Lobo's daughter and has been pretty well received, and she's getting her own spin-off from the Titans Academy series. DC is also going to be publishing an LGBTQIA Plus romance Poison Ivy Thorns. DC has also had three of their uh, wa- uh or three of their works, um, one of them being, I believe, a YA graphic novel, nominated for a Glad Media Award. Lois Lane by Greg Rucka and Mike Perkins, Far Sector, which is a book I really need to see uh, and read, um, by N.K. Jemisin and Jamal Campbell, and You Brought Me the Ocean by Alex Sanchez and Julie Moreau. So those have been nominated for Glad Media Awards. So DC is putting out some stuff, really embracing it outside of just a single one-shot for the month. Because I think the thing we have to remember is that Marvel and DC are major corporate entities. (laughs) And sometimes the argument can be made that they are just appeasing their readers and the current political climate a little bit. So it's good to see DC reaching outside of just this month and promoting these characters and these stories and the fact that they're doing really, really well.
2: Yeah, diversity sells. And uh, it's uh, really nice
0: to see. You know, one thing I want to encourage everyone to do, if you're listening to this and you'd like to see more from these characters and more diversity, you need to go out and check out these books. You need to buy them. Show DC and Marvel that you want more diversity in their books and you want to see these characters on top of the series that both marvel and dc are putting out they also each it's is there something going on with nine because they're both doing nine variant covers for that are pride month variant covers um that you can find at your shop is there something to the nine am i missing something Mm -hmm. there they just yeah, weirdly both know. chose nine, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. is so, <laughs> yeah. a good summer. number. Make sure to look out for DC Pride number one and Marvel Voices Pride, as well as the YA books, Poison Ivy Thorns. And the other one I forgot about to put out there is I Am Not Starfire, uh, which looks like a really interesting Teen Titans YA graphic novel. And speaking of that, recently, James, over at Grid Comics, you had a Hellfire, Hellfire Gala event for Pride Month at the shop that was super successful. Um, I posted a couple pictures on the VF Comics Instagram, but uh, how did that go? How did, From the owner point of view, how do you feel about that event?
2: It was great. Uh, we were able to, you know, kind of take a stand on something and be able to have a good time with it.
0: Uh, Yeah, I had a really, really good time. Lots of very people there. Lots of people in the shop. I know I saw on Facebook that you guys ended up staying up late and going into work late the next day because of it. So, it went really well for you. So, that's very excellent. Uh, Speaking of excellent, we now have Megalodon, who is going to talk to us a little bit about Noelle Stevenson. A graphic author. So, Megan, I know you're really excited for this. You fought Wesley for this spot. You uh, were yeah. really mean to him about it. It was weird, <laughs> sure and awkward.
1: Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah. That didn't happen. I did happen. cry
3: myself to sleep after that. See that you I'm made not, a conversation.
0: Made a doctor cry.
1: I'm only mean to Marcus. Made a doctor cry. That's not hard. Is that to some do. <laughs> sort of like weird standard? Yeah. Like what? I don't you, understand. Uh yeah, I'm going to be talking about uh, Noelle Stevenson. For anyone who doesn't know who that is, she is a 29 year old graphic novelist. Um, she's also an illustrator, producer, and author, and she's amazing. And so I couldn't not talk about her, and um, so I had to murder Wesley for the spot today. This is actually it's not funny him. because she
0: clone. kind of looks like your clone. You both well, look very Wolfram similar. Clone. Hi.
3: <laughs>
1: oh, we actually please. really don't It's just that one picture I appreciate that though I will take that as a compliment because she's great Um, So Noelle Stevenson Again is only 29 And has She's done so much just in her 20s That it makes me wonder What I'm doing with my life But also I super respect her for hey,
0: it Hey you're on your own um, very so she started mildly drawing, Not um, popular podcast You're doing great <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's fine. Um, so she started out just drawing fan art and posting it online. And um that's kind of how she first started gaining a following. Uh, one of her most popular drawings was of the Lord of the Rings cast in modern clothing. It just looked like they were hanging out at a party. And it got wildly popular overnight. I think I read that she got maybe a thousand followers overnight because of this one uh this one picture. And so she started um illustrating more and she started with a webcomic um called nimona and uh, nimona is about a uh, mysterious character nimona and um she becomes a sidekick for a famous supervillain of uh, Ballister blackheart and all of the shenanigans ensue and uh, this was so popular that eventually harper collins picked it up and she won an eisner for it um and she was also uh nominated for a national book award in children's lit and she is only one of three uh, graphic novelists who have ever been nominated for that award and uh, she was the most popular i mean the most popular i mean she might she clearly was not the most popular i mean she might have been she didn't win it's fine she got an eisner cut this out marcus <laughs> But she was uh, the youngest. <laughs> she, she was the youngest. She's still the youngest person who's ever been nominated uh, for that award. She was, um, yeah, she was 23 at the time. After that, she started a co-authoring a series called Lumberjanes. And this was just supposed to be a mini-series. It was not supposed to go very long. And it was so popular that it ended up going for over 70 issues. It just finished up, I think this past year, and um, ended up winning two Eisners. So before 30, she has already won three Eisners and been nominated for a National Book Award, which is kind of a lot. And um, she actually wrote about that in her memoir, The Fire Never Goes Out. Yes, she's under 30, and she wrote a memoir. I don't know. My husband thought that was really weird, and he kept giving me grief about it. And I was like, let this girl do what she wants with her life.
0: And she has, which is um, why she wrote a memoir. She wrote
1: in The Fire Never Goes Out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's done a lot. Yeah. So I kind of get it. So uh, The Fire Never Goes Out is about growing up um, in this world of success as a young adult and kind of it just coming out of nowhere and figuring out where to go post-success and um, struggling through figuring out her identity, like normal things that 20-year-olds go through. Um, She has her story of coming out to her parents and her family and eventually marrying her now wife. Um, Just fantastic memoir if you only read that i highly recommend it but also you should read nimona because it's kind of amazing um and so uh one of her more recent adventures was in the creation of the netflix series she and the princesses of power which is a really good series um it went for gosh i just finished it it was either four or five seasons, I can't remember. But um, it's so good. And she ended up actually being one of the voice actresses. So she's been just wildly successful in her 29 years. And so I definitely think that this author deserves some recognition um, from her writing, illustrating, now production of a major series. So that's like, I don't know, well, she's cool. She's also non-binary, so she, or he, or them. She, wow, she's
0: cool Noelle with any Stevenson, N O E L L E, and then Stevenson is Stevenson with a V, in there, not a P H. Um, so yeah, check her out. I did not when I didn't I didn't realize that this was the person who had worked on Lumberjanes. That's incredible. That's a very very <laughs> excellent comic book. And then I've heard so many good things about the she and Princesses of Power series that, yeah, just ended, right? They did their final season this year. Yeah, yeah, they
1: did, and it was so good. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Everyone has to watch it, please.
0: Stop making it's a He-Man very, very uh, movie and let's start working on the she movie instead. <laughs> Is she it's still his cousin? That? Is that what they were? They oh, were yeah. cousins? I don't know. Okay, so that's good. That's fine. he's not a thing this in is this. Acceptable. Um,
1: Sorry. Well, okay, I really wanted <laughs> Skeletor to be
0: in this, but it's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's fine. Skeletor it's very, very is good. only
0: good in one thing, and that was a live action movie with Courtney Cox. He's and actually only also good in that. memes, <laughs> hot takes. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah yeah so next <laughs> this up what you're here it is for, time guys. for our
0: recommendations as usual these are not reviews of the books that are coming out this week we have just scoured online for previews of books coming out this week that look really cool to us and that may be based on the art based on what we know about the authors or anything in between this week i instead of going first like i always do because i'm a selfish dog i am going to let uh wesley go first so wesley What are some of your recommendations for the week?
3: Okay, so I actually only have two recommendations for this week. Um, My first one is Geiger number three, which is written by Jeff Johns. I can't remember if there's another author associated with that, but uh, Jeff Johns has got some talent behind, I think, his Green Lantern. Series, I yeah.
0: Think. Jeff Johns is right. very We're, well known for the like Green Red. Lantern, um, specifically the War of the Light and Blackest yeah. Night and Brightest Day, bringing all the Lantern cores into mm-hmm. uh, the comics.
3: Yeah, so this is nothing like the Green Lantern series. This is about a uh, this about a guy who, oddly enough, survived a nuclear bomb blast he turned into a superhero somehow and in issue number three we we're supposedly going to learn how that happened but it's it's really good it's got a issue one and two had really nice setup i'm looking forward to reading issue number three Um, my second wreck is bunny mask number one which is a uh, new horror series coming out from the creator of colder which was an eisner nominated series um, and it's it it the cover just shows this lady wearing a bunny mask, and uh, I guess the premise is this lady is a monster who wears a bunny mask, and she's summoned by some people, and she comes out and wreaks havoc. I have no idea what's going to happen, but like, she's wearing a bunny mask. So like Pumpkinhead.
0: Uh, I don't know if y'all remember that Lance Henriksen horror movie. Some. Lance Henrik sends gets killed know. by some bikers, uh teenagers on with motorbikes, and so he uh summons the monster pumpkin for revenge. Yeah,
3: I have no idea if it's gonna be anything like that. It sounds. It looked it, really
1: interesting. Yeah, it was originally
0: yeah. on my list this
3: week. Um, and I'm I'm not big in horror in on horror uh genre, so right. this is kind of outside my interests, really. So I mean, if this is a if this is a horror series that's got my interest, it, it's got to be. There's got to be something behind it. Anyway, oh, cool. Those man. are my wrecks. Uh,
0: what do you got this week?
1: Yeah. So, Wind Number no. Seven is coming out this week, and this looks delightful. Um, it's from Boom Studios, and the author is the the same author of Something Is Killing the Children, which I know we um, I know James talked about previously. Uh, James Tinian the um, the fourth is the name of that author. And uh, so the series follows the story of a boy named Wind, um, and he's from a world where magic is punishable by death. And just my brain was just like the TV show Marlin. But anyway, um, so because of this, Wind is forced to keep his identity hidden from everyone around him in order to try and live a normal life in Pipe Town, where he is from. <laughs> And um, so when his secret is threatened, uh, Wend is forced to leave his home. And so the series follows him through various adventures with his friends and uh, through different trials and straight to the heart of a um, (laughs) corrupt government. They learn all the government secrets. When when I was uh, looking for some LGBTQ
0: uh, plus uh, reads for this month, this is a book that came up on several lists and i think a lot of it i think i think it's because of the idea really? of wind having to keep his self-secret from the world because it's not acceptable is just a um, maybe a relatable feature there but it came up on several lists so i highly recommend that book as well definitely something to check out
1: it looks so good it looks really cute too the, the illustrations are very nice i read the first few pages online and it was just like i have to read more of this please and thank you
0: Oh, so what I have this week is I picked up also just a couple. Uh, one of them is called The Good Asian, issue number two comes out this week. I'm gonna let the synopsis kind of speak for itself just because I thought it, the synopsis is what got me, uh, onto it. Uh, following Edison Hark, a haunted, self-loathing Chinese-American detective on the trail Of a killer in 1936 Chinatown, the good Asian is Chinatown noir starring the first generation of Americans to come age under an immigration ban, the Chinese, as they're besieged by rampant murders, abusive police, and a world that seemingly never changes. So the time period alone and the things it's looking to face look very interesting, but also just a good detective noir sounds like a fun read. The other one I've picked up, I couldn't find a lot of like intense previews for it, but it's called The Secret Land uh, number one. It's been described as a cosmic horror, and it's about the final days of World War II. Uh, Hitler has died, but the war isn't over. There's a mystery involving the final base of the Third Reich in Antarctica. Something really interesting I thought about the title is that the title is the same as a 1948 documentary about U.S. exploration of Antarctica for military purposes. So I don't believe that this is going to be a coincidence. So maybe if you want to YouTube or Google uh, the – or try to find that documentary, I think that might be a good idea to at least familiarize yourself because I think this book is going to use some of those ideas. Again, it's called Secret Land. Well, that's all we have here today at the VF Comics Podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Make sure to like, subscribe, follow on whatever you're listening to us on. We're now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and uh, Stitcher. (laughs) That's the other one. I couldn't remember the other one that we were on. Um, So we are in lots of – I can't believe it's finally gone through. Uh, Make sure to visit us on Facebook or Instagram. The name is the same as the podcast. I really appreciate you all listening. I hope you found something to read today, and I hope you join us again next week as we explore more in the medium of comics.